Welcome to the Take New Ground podcast, where we champion the creative class and help them grow personally and professionally. Now, here's your host, CJ Alvarado. Hey, what's good, fam? You know, your brand is in the boardroom before you are. My good friend Thaddeus, who's a VP over at Comcast Corp, uh, he and I were talking about this. And really, it's all about that how people perceive you is how they're going to deal with you. This also uh, is relevant to your business, how people perceive your business, how they, re- how they perceive your organization, how they perceive your event, how they perceive you get the idea, is how they're going to deal with you. This is so important because when we think about human behavior and what inspires action, much of it is driven by perception. It's why... There's going to be a number of episodes on breaking down perceptions. It reminds me of a story. uh, One time, this happens often, but I got a text message from a CEO of a very large nonprofit. His text came through, all caps, call me ASAP. Now, I don't know about you, but these types of texts always raise my blood pressure a bit. I'm never really quite sure what's on the other end of the text But he asked me if I could meet him that day and some executives in his office for a critical meeting, and that meeting was just a couple hours away. So I had to move some things around. I agreed. I rush over. You know, I get into the office a couple minutes late there. As soon as I walk in and sit down, they hand me two sheets of paper. On these pieces of paper are first and last names from top to bottom, front and back. And I knew exactly what was going to happen next. About that time... The CEO spoke up and he said, we're considering a round of layoffs and we need to decide who stays and who goes. Ugh. Now, I didn't recognize half of the names on the list. And the truth is, I was still there to decide whether these folks would have a job or not. It's a small group of people that were in that room about to go through this list. Now, there were no pictures of the faces of the people we were considering, no reference to their work, value, or contributions to the organization. These folks on the list didn't even have an idea that this discussion was happening about them. They also had no way of making their case in that moment. The only thing, the only thing working for them at that moment was the perception the decision makers had of them and their impact or value on the organization. Now, that may seem unfair, but you and I know so often this is how decision makers make decisions. And this is why we talk about your brand, meaning the perception people have of you. Let's just call that your brand. Your brand is in the boardroom before you are. Your company brand, your product, the brand or perception of your product, of your service is in the boardroom, is in the room before you are. I cannot stress this enough. And so this reinforced, this moment, this, this, this moment in this organization and watching this play out in front of me, it reinforced this idea that most of the decisions that affect your career, your business, will happen when you're not in the room. Okay, think about this. Things like getting raises and promotions. 
you're not usually in the room when those decisions are being made. Increasing the budget to your department, deciding whether your proposal is going to get accepted over over a competitor, that's usually being discussed with a small group. Deciding if your product gets into a national retailer, who keeps their job and who doesn't, which speaker gets invited to a conference over other speakers, all of this happens when you're not in the room. Now, what if I could tell you, you could feel exponentially more confident about conversations happening about you or your business or your product when you weren't in the room. And maybe it seems far-fetched, but the truth is you don't need every person in the room to feel really great about you. You usually only need one or two. And to do that, we have to understand this idea that the perception people have of you is in the room when you're not in it. So it's either working for you or against you. What I found later on in my career, just being intentional with this, is that you know when I'm not in the room, there's still a perception of me that's working in the room. Right. And oftentimes I'll receive phone calls and, and I know this for people that I've I've consulted with and worked on this with. You know, they don't have to worry about being in every room because their perception of them is working for them. Right. And oftentimes they're getting phone calls. Hey, can you zoom in? Hey, can we fly you out? Hey, they're constantly getting dragged or pulled into the room. So they have the opposite problem. But here's the crazy thing is that most people will worry about this or they're frustrated they can't get into the room, but they do nothing about it other than buy into this myth that if I work hard, things work out. That is a myth. It's important to work hard, obviously. But what we understand about human behavior and what actually drives behavior is, is not necessarily about whether someone thinks you work hard or not. Sadly, we all know hardworking and brilliant people who struggle to be heard, who struggle to be seen, and especially compensated appropriately. Right? We all know a lot of people who have worked hard year in and year out. Early on for me, I thought it would be I would be able to get into rooms and help shape strategy and bring new creative ideas if I only worked hard. I just needed to work hard, and I was wrong. It is part of it, but it does not guarantee that decision makers will notice you. People may say he or she works really hard, but you know, they're just kind of shy. They don't really speak up. The translation of that is, yes, works hard, but maybe not ready for senior leadership or management or what have you. You see how that, that, that can work? And as I think back to that meeting that I kicked off this episode with, where we were deciding who would keep their job and who would lose it, I'm sure several people on those two pages worked hard. I'm sure many of them sacrificed time with their loved ones and things that they enjoyed doing for the organization. I'm sure some even turned down other opportunities with other organizations just to be at this company. But the truth is, in that moment, none of that really mattered. Why? Because business, whether you're a nonprofit or for-profit, is about perceived value, perceived value. So whether you're getting started in your career or maybe you're listening and you're a CEO, there are rooms right now that you're trying to win. As an employee, you know, you might be managing the perception of your boss and and their bosses and, and what that is of you. Um. 
as a CEO, you're managing the perception of the board, the market. The market has a perception of you and your product. Vendors, staff, even retailers. Retailers have so many options to consider. What is it when you're not in the room that is influencing how they think and feel? Because that's what we consider brand. Brand is what people think and what they feel when they hear you. When they hear your name, what, what do they feel and what do they think? Right? Maybe they think as an individual, yeah, that guy's kind of tough, but man, he or she gets results. That is a strong perception. Maybe they think, I don't know, the product, you know, they seem like a good group, but seems kind of old school. That's a perception. One you have to manage if you expect to have any kind of velocity or impact in the market. See, there are rooms you will always be trying to get into to win no matter what stage of your career. So all of it starts. I always tell people this. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what stage in your career. We're always doing one of three things. We're trying to get in the room, win the room, and stay in the room, right? You're always trying to make sure that the room, which represents those spaces and places where we have influence, where we can make an impact, where we can shape things, where we get our products you know, into things and have impact, like I just said, We're always trying to make sure that we're winning those rooms and that we're in there. So either way, it starts with understanding what is the perception of me or my business, my service, my product? What is that perception that is currently in the room? It's up to you to understand and ensure that it's working for you. So your brand is in the room before you are. The last thing I want to say is that I'm not talking about overly caring what people think as a way of validation for ourselves or being so wrapped up uh, about other people's opinions. You know, I'm talking about understanding what, it, what are people carrying? What are the mental blocks in their head that they are carrying about me or the things I'm working on, my products or my services that I can address those mental blocks that are preventing them from taking some kind of meaningful action. And then how do I address those, right? That's really what we're getting at when we're talking about perceptions. I'm not talking about some disingenuous, let's try to fake it and, you know, and and try to represent ourselves in a very disingenuous way. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. You won't even need to do that if you do this right. So my question for you is you're going to be walking into rooms all week long, You've got your product being talked about by customers, by vendors, right? By, you know, uh, partners. What is the perception out there? I'm going to talk in other episodes about how we identify what the perceptions are. I'm going to talk about what perceptions are. What's the anatomy of a perception? How we break that down. And most importantly, how we take new ground on those things and make sure that our perceptions are working hard. So tune into the the next episodes. Be curious what you guys think, what you feel, what your experience is. Let me know what you think it what you think and do me a favor and help share the uh, the email newsletter take new ground.substack.com and this podcast wherever people listen. Till next time. 5 4 3 Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 
and follow CJ on all social platforms at CJ Alvarado.